Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello and welcome to Dyslexia Devoted, the podcast dedicated to building awareness, understanding, and strategies to help those with dyslexia. I'm your host, Lisa Parnello, dyslexia therapist and founder of Parnello Education Services. Join me as we dive into today's episode of Dyslexia Devoted. Hello, friends, and welcome back. Or if you're a new listener, welcome to the show. For those of you who've been listening for a while, my voice might sound a little bit different today because I went snowshoeing for the very first time yesterday, which was so much fun. But I'm fairly certain I'm allergic to the gorgeous trees we were hiking around yesterday, so I'm a bit more congested than normal today. So forgive any differences in my voice as you're listening today. So last week, we talked about how some kids with dyslexia aren't always identified at school because they don't qualify for special education services. So I bet some of you are wondering, what are the signs of dyslexia that you should be looking out for? Welcome to episode 34 of Dyslexia Devoted, and today we're talking about the signs of dyslexia at all different ages, because it can look a little bit different depending on how old the kiddo is. Before we jump into our episode for today, our month of learning is continuing with a free masterclass called Parent's Guide to Dyslexia and Reading Troubles, where you can join me live, learn something new, and get your questions answered since there will be a live Q&A at the end as well. If you already get the Dyslexia Devoted newsletter, you're already going to be getting the invite in your email on Tuesday. I'm going to go into more detail about that in next week's episode of the podcast, but if you're ready to go ahead and sign up for your favorite time slot, just go to parnelloeducation.com forward slash masterclass. And I'll also be linking it in the show notes and the episode description right where you're listening to this episode right now. So on to the important stuff. What are the signs of dyslexia? I'm going to be chunking them into different categories, so preschool and kindergarten age, early elementary age, and then later elementary and middle school ages, because it does look different depending on how old the student is, because what is typical at different ages really does change. So you need to make sure that we're thinking about things in based on developmental appropriateness for that age group. So we're going to go in age order. So the first one is preschool and kindergarten age. So let's talk about what are some typical problems that most kids have, because learning to read really does happen in a pretty sequential process, even if it doesn't always seem obvious. And so let's talk about these early things that kids might struggle with that are totally normal. So kids who are in preschool and kindergarten can name their letters, but they might mix up similar ones such as B's and D's, or they might get the mix up from time to time, but overall they can learn their letters and their names. They might have trouble pronouncing words with later developing speech sounds, like they might say fink instead of think, and that just has to do with when it becomes more age appropriate that their tongue and their speech changes as they get older. So sometimes we consider that like baby talk, and then you can really hear the difference as kids get a little older and more mature. Some of those sounds just come with time. Kids in early elementary ages can often do rhyming, but they might mix up ones with very similar sounds. Like they might say that frame rhymes with train because that M and the N sound are fairly similar. So that would be a typical mistake that most kids would make. Let's talk about some struggles that could be a sign of dyslexia. The child might start talking later than most children. They might mispronounce words like saying basketti instead of spaghetti 
or lawnmower instead of lawnmower. And they might mix up some of their words where they might have the sounds, but they're saying them out of order and then the word doesn't make sense anymore. And sometimes we think it's kind of cute, but it can also be a sign that something could be more difficult as they get older. Also, kids who have struggles with rhyming and learning their alphabet and learning their numbers and colors and take longer to learn some of that stuff are also signs of dyslexia. And they might have a more difficult time learning how to write their own name. And they might be able to retell a story, but do it out of sequence. If they listen to a story, they might tell you some of the big ideas, but not necessarily in the right order. And they might also struggle with blending or unblending words. So like when I say blending, that might be if I gave them sounds out loud and I said, they wouldn't know that that turned into bed. So they might have troubles putting them together, not even looking at a book. Some of the signs of dyslexia really have to do with how they hear and process sounds and language. You will see some of those signs in that early elementary age group when other kids can do these things, but a child who has dyslexia may not be able to do them or will take significantly longer to learn how to do them. Then let's talk about the signs of dyslexia in the elementary age group. And this is where we often start identifying a lot more kids. It is a little trickier to identify kids in that preschool age group, but it really can be done. Some of the struggles that are really common in early elementary are they might mix up their B's and their D's. It's very common. It happens especially in kindergarten and first and sometimes even early second. But it's one of those things that if they aren't able to start, you know, making a change or if you point out, they're like, no, that's right. And they can't see that it actually is a different letter. They may not even notice it when you point out the mistake. That's when you get a little bit more concerned or if they keep doing it as they get a little bit older. It is also very common for kids, especially in those early grades in kindergarten and first grade, to leave out letter sounds when they're spelling. So they might write B-L-K instead of black because they leave out the letters in the middle. And that's actually a very common way that kids develop when they're reading. Generally, when they're starting to do their spelling, they will first get initial sounds, meaning the first letter, and then they will get their final sounds, meaning whatever comes at the end, and then they slowly get better at doing the medial sounds, meaning the ones that are happening in the middle of the word, and they slowly get better and better at them. So those are pretty typical. And then you will also see kids will do chew as C-H-O-O instead of C-H-E-W, because that is a logical spelling option. Like if you think about the word boo, B-O-O. And so they will use patterns that are logical and make the same sounds, but they're just spelled differently. So all of those are very typical, very common things that happen with kids. They will leave out letter sounds when they're writing and things like that. But there are some signs when it could be dyslexia. So one would be that they read words sound by sound. They have to sound out every single word. Or they may not want to read any books without pictures because the truth is they're relying on the pictures because they aren't really reading the words. They're guessing the words based on what's happening in those pictures. They might confuse small words like of and to and for and does and goes, and they might mix some of them up or they might just skip over them all together as they're reading because they're reading for context and they're paying attention to what's happening in the story. So they'll rely really heavily on context. So the words that they say might either be really wild or really logical guesses. And I say wild or logical because it can go two different directions. One, they might say house instead of home. So that is a logical guess. It still starts with the same letter and it has the same general meaning. And then sometimes they'll give a really wild guess that that word that they said does not match any of the sounds in the letters for the word that goes there because it's one that made sense with context but makes no sense with the phonetic patterns of the words. And so you're like, wait, how do you get that? That's not even anywhere near those letters. And it's because they're not looking at the letters. They're guessing at what it probably would be what would make the most sense in their own head. 
And they might just plain tell you that reading's really hard. And you will see a lot of spelling errors, such as more letter reversals of B and D than normal. They might actually do whole word reversals when they're reading, so they might say tip instead of pit. They might invert things, like do an M for a W or a U for an N, or they might do some transpositions, as in left instead of felt, where they have similar letters, but they swap two of the letters out. Or they might just substitute the whole word, like I mentioned earlier, for house for home. So those would be more concerning um, problems for kids with dyslexia, where they do much larger errors and they aren't following a lot of the phonetic patterns or even paying attention to them because they don't recognize them. That's usually one of the key signs of dyslexia is that a student needs somebody to explicitly teach them the phonetic patterns because they won't naturally pick up on them on their own. Now let's talk about the signs of dyslexia in older elementary and middle school age groups, because there are some kids that fly under the radar for a really long time. Those tend to be kids who are very clever and also learn how to memorize things really well. And they're the kind of kids they can see a word once or twice and then just have it memorized. And they never actually learned how to read and sound out the words. They've gotten very good at looking at the pictures and the context and their vocabulary is a high enough vocabulary that they can guess a large chunk of the words or they have them memorize what the words say, but they don't actually know how to sound them out. And so you will often see kids suddenly go from being totally fine in the early elementary grades to all of a sudden they're struggling and they're failing and they're not getting good comprehension scores when they're doing things in like history and in reading when there's no pictures anymore. And as books get more challenging, they aren't able to keep up, even though it looked like they were doing fine in the early grades. It is actually pretty common that kids will either be flagged for having dyslexia and reading troubles in that like first, second grade, or you won't see any flags again until like fifth grade, because it's some of those kids who are very clever and can fly under the radar for a long time until suddenly their old strategies just don't work anymore, especially when they're reading about things they have no context for. So like when you get into history and you get into science class where you don't have enough prior knowledge of the vocabulary and the words in there, and then you have no strategies for how to sound them out, suddenly reading gets so much harder in those older grades. So let's talk about some typical struggles. So it is very common for kids to have occasional spelling errors and they can use, you know, a dictionary spell checker to go ahead and fix some of those. They might struggle with irregularly spelled words or like homophones like there. There's three ways to spell there. Those are totally normal problems that kids might face when they're learning how to read and spell. They might read quickly but need prompting to remember the key details, um, especially if a kid's just like racing through something, then they may not remember what happens by the end. And they are able to read in order to learn. And they're trying to solidify some of their math con- concepts and their math fact fluency is pretty automatic. And you might be wondering why I'm mentioning math fact fluency, because that will be coming up in just a moment for a sign of dyslexia, because dyslexia affects more than just reading. So let's jump into some of the signs of dyslexia in those upper grades. A student could be reading below grade level. It generally means they have really slow labored reading. It'll take them much longer to read and do their homework than it does their classmates. They'll read something, but then they forget what it is by the time that they're done because it took them so much work to read the words in the first place. Their brain didn't have the mental energy to also pay attention to the content of what they were reading. They can either focus on the comprehension or the reading. They can't do both at the same time sometimes. They might mix up their letter sequencing and they might say something like soiled instead of solid, or they might say left instead of felt when they're reading a book because they mix up some of those letters. And you will often see them spell words differently on the same page. So as in, if they have the word because, it might be spelled four different ways on the page. And that often happens for a kid with dyslexia is they will make spelling errors repeatedly, 
but not necessarily always the same error. Then they also will have difficulty with automaticity of math facts and they will have trouble with word problems in math. Dyslexia often causes struggles with their rapid naming, meaning their ability to rapidly pull information and repeat it quickly. And then so that really affects math because you have to quickly remember your math facts in order to do the larger problems. Or the student might really struggle with word problems because A, they have to read all the words. But then B, if they struggle with language and not understanding like the sequence of all the words and translating those words into numbers and how you would set up an equation, that can also be a big difficulty. For the older students, you'll also see their handwriting can be pretty illegible or they might hold their pencil kind of awkwardly. Then ultimately they end up struggling with written composition and they avoid writing because whatever it takes to read, try doubling that and that's what it takes to write. And so if a kid is already struggling with reading, typically it'll have a drastic effect on their writing as well. And then they won't want to do it because it's really challenging. Okay, to recap our episode for today, we talked about the signs of dyslexia different age groups. Some of the universal signs, no matter what age it is, are they struggle with rhyming, they struggle with their math facts, they will often spell things wrong, but in different ways, and repeatedly they might spell the same word four different ways on the same piece of paper. They have slow labored reading, or if they are able to read, they struggle when you take away pictures and they can't look at the pictures anymore. And then the students with dyslexia may be able to read the words, but then by the time they get to the bottom, they don't remember what it was about because it required so much mental energy just to read the words in the first place that they couldn't also pay attention to the content of what was happening in that text. And then students with dyslexia often struggle with writing as well because writing is even more challenging than reading because once you factor in all those different spelling options, like the million different ways that we could spell ooh in the English language, and it's one of those things that becomes very challenging for them. So they often will write much shorter stories or the spelling is really off or their stories don't make sense and they kind of talk in circles. And so some of those things are all different signs of dyslexia that you might see at various ages. All right, friends, that recaps all of today's episode. If you'd like to sign up for that live masterclass with me, just go to the link in the show description or go to parnelloeducation.com forward slash masterclass and sign up for a live class with me with a Q&A at the end to answer any questions that you still have. And I'll go into more detail about that masterclass in next week's episode. So that's all for today. I'll see you next time. Thanks for listening to today's episode of Dyslexia Devoted. Join us for our next episode by subscribing to this podcast as we devote each episode to different aspects of dyslexia. See you next time.